When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm not going to be mean. I can't be mean. They're kids. They're prospects. But, but... I also have a job to do, and I went to the development camp scrimmage yesterday. And, yeah, good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. I promise not to be mean. In fact, if I end up being mean at any time in this episode about any individual kid, feel free to hit the stop button and unsubscribe and all that other stuff. I won't. I won't do it. However, however, for the sake of accuracy, for the sake of being honest with you and working to constantly maintain some kind of relationship of trust between us, I have to tell you, that this development camp scrimmage was just so awful. It was so awful. The Penguins currently rank 32nd in the NHL in terms of their organizational depth, their minor league systems, their prospects around the world. And after watching this, I could see where it would more accurately be 33rd. It's tough. It's tough right now. Uh, That's not blaming anybody in the organization because the one individual who would be most to blame for that, and he would accept that, by the way, would be Jim Rutherford. Why? Because he traded draft picks. Why did he trade draft picks? So that everyone could wear more rings. It was a noble and worthy cause. But it came, as Jim acknowledged at the time it would, with a price. And it is a terrible price. Yes, there are a couple guys who stand out a little bit. A little bit. You can tell who the handful of higher draft picks are. You can see Sam Poulan, why he was a late first rounder. You can see some of his skill, some of his speed, his sturdiness on his skates. You can see Nathan Legere and his shot when he gets it off, which isn't easy to do on a rink that had really nobody making plays for him to get those shots off. And you can also see, to his credit, that he's shed 15 pounds and looks a lot quicker. And that was one of my concerns about him a couple of development camps ago after he was drafted, because you could see that the that the release was there, that he, he's got a, a knack for scoring. He had a, two goals, you might remember, 
in one preseason game at PPG Paints Arena. And I asked him yesterday after the scrimmage, you know, about what it is that he's done physically to put himself into a position to be faster. I think just uh, the nutrition. Uh, I started focusing a little bit more uh, on nutrition uh, during the last season, but also during the summer. And uh, I had a pretty good summer of training, so uh, I might be uh, where I'm at today. Really personable kid, by the way, and I hope that came across there. He has kind of that feel like somebody that you'd want on your team. I could throw out a few more familiar names, at least familiar to those of you who follow the Penguin system closely, and I'm sure there are fans who do that. Philip Lindbergh was in goal, and I, I wanted to see Philip Lindbergh dominate, as I'd mentioned on a couple recent episodes, and that that didn't happen. Valtteri Pustinen might have had a greater exhibit of skill than anyone else out there, but it wasn't something that floors you. You could see that he sees the ice. You could see that he's able to move the puck, and he's able to collect it. It follows him to an extent. Cam Lee, I thought, was the, the head and shoulders best defenseman that was out there, occasionally seeing some flash from Nicholas Almari. But, you know, I, I go back to whenever Oli Mata was in this game, and Oli just leaped off the rink. And I don't think anybody would consider Oli now in the NHL or really at any point in the NHL, maybe his early rookie season when all the hopes were sky high and before some of his injuries and ailments might have affected him. But Oli looked like, wow, you go, man, I, I can't wait to see that player in Pittsburgh. You could see someone and say to yourself, all right, that kid just needs some seasoning or they need to add you know, some components to complete him to be a 200-foot player. And, and no, that just, that just was not the case here. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need, and they in turn need your help. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how $1 is all it takes to produce five full meals. pittsburghfoodbank.org. How am I doing so far? Like, I haven't buried anybody, right? I haven't said, this kid here, he's hopeless. He's got nothing. You, you can't do that. You never know when somebody's going to jump up. You never know when a prospect might end up, for example, switching positions or switching roles and become a lot better at a different type of role than the one for which they were drafted. That happens more in hockey than in any other sport, where you'll have a player, for example, who has the wheels, who has some size, and because of that, at younger ages, they'll do scoring, you know, just because they're getting around other kids faster. They'll find a way to finish, or they'll just be naturally stronger. And I'm thinking in particular here of Zach Aston Reese when he was at Northeastern scoring a ton. Why? Because he could plant himself and nobody could move him because he's a tree trunk. But ZAR has never shown the hands at the NHL level to be a scorer. So to his credit and that of the coaching staff, he's become just a terrific bottom six winger. Could there be someone like that in this group? Yes, of course. That's why I'm being careful here. There can be a Phil Bork in the group. 
Borky not only moved from defense to forward, but he went from forward who could score to one who would just check to one who checked, but also could score. He did a lot of different things through sheer force of will, but also some talent. But more than anything, adjusting, becoming a fit for the National Hockey League. Some of these guys could do that, but I am, I am here to attest that this is not going to be the cavalry. It's not going to come from this group. There's not a top six forward to be had here. I don't know there's a top four defenseman to be had here. I don't know that there's a top goaltender to be had here. Maybe there is. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's, you know, just watching some development camp drills and scrimmages. But, you know, I'm I'm trying to level with you here. So someday when you hear me glow about this prospect or that prospect or how fabulous the skill level looked at a given, you'll at least have some baseline to trust me whenever I say that. I, I, not now. Not now. When we come back, just one question. back it's time for just one question that's always brought to you on this program by fubo tv the monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks fubo tv is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels including at&t sportsnet pittsburgh right now fubo tv is offering our listeners a seven-day free trial and 15 percent off your first month just visit fubotv.com slash dk our j1q comes from bill harper who asks is there any chance that Philip Lindbergh beats out Tristan Jari. Bill, there is none. There is less than none. If you're referring to the main training camp, if you're referring to the start of the NHL regular season, if I could go less than, less than, less than none, I would do that for you. Lindbergh is a goaltender who very clearly relies on his technique, his smarts. He's not super aggressive, for a guy who stands six feet one, which is small these days for a goaltender, still an inch taller than Casey DeSmith. But by staying economical in his motions, he doesn't splatter himself all over the crease either. And that's a positive trait in a goaltender. You can see when you watch Lindbergh that he's played in big games within his own level, which of course he did in leading UMass to the NCAA championship. He's got a lot of cool to him. But you've got to look at what the situation is. This management team is taking a lot of bullets, and I think justifiably, since some of them have been fired from this direction, for having stuck by Jari. I've had listeners of this program right here and ask if the management guys' heads should be on the line if the Jari return doesn't work out. And I'm sure that sentiment is pretty popular. This was a, and is a, risky move on their parts. This is not a team that's being built from the ground up. It's a team that's got, once everybody's healthy, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin and Chris Letang. And you're telling everyone, never mind us in the public, you're telling everyone in that locker room that this is the right goaltender for them. You're telling those players to lay it all on the line, to drop down and block shots, to go full bore commitment toward a Stanley Cup 
based on your belief that this goaltender who we just witnessed crumbling in a playoff series is the right guy to lead them into the next playoff series. They're not about to take that and unplug it after a training camp, after a month of regular season, after half a year. They're just not going to do it. Is there some extraordinary circumstance in which Lindbergh could go to Wilkes-Barre? First of all, he'd have to win the job there. There are two other goaltenders in line for that. And then work his way to Pittsburgh, maybe because of an injury uh, to either Jari or Casey DeSmith or performance or whatever it is. And he comes here and he has a nice little run. Yes, he can stick around. We have seen that in the past. There's nothing a hockey coach loves more than riding a hot goaltender, and they don't really care what the circumstances are. They just know that that goaltender won the last game, and therefore that is my goaltender. So yes, I could see something like that happening, but beating him out now, wow, no, no chance. None at all. I appreciate the question, Bill. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Let's do another one tomorrow when, by the way, the main training camp opens.